Today on Good Morning Grand Rapids, Kent County looking to turn former golf course into 125-acre park, Michigan man accused of setting trucks on fire in eight states, and accused of flirting with defendant juror dismissed from Whitmer plot trial. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Today is Monday, October 17th, and this is episode number 28 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Stay tuned for today's news. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. You've probably seen businesses across nearly every industry starting podcasts. Maybe you've heard how much impact a podcast could have on your business, but you might not know how to start one for your business, let alone have a high return on your investment. InPhase Media can help you create a powerful podcast that will help increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Go to InPhaseMedia.co to learn more about what a podcast could do for your business. Kent County commissioners have agreed to move forward with a deal to create a new 125-acre park in Cannon Township. The county park aims to utilize much of the former Silver Lake Country Club golf course. The Kent County Parks Department is working with the James and Shirley Balk Family Foundation. The county plans to buy part of the park while accepting a donation from the family to make the park happen. Previously, the former golf course was the site for a major housing development, but now the majority of this property will be green space. Many former golf courses have or are in the process of becoming options for housing developments including the Pines Golf Course in Wyoming, which recently got approved to become a housing development, and the Lincoln Country Club in Walker, also was once viewed as a development property. The conceptual designs for the park were sent to Kent County commissioners last week, but according to Kent County Parks Operations Superintendent Dan DeLoof, the county is hoping to close on the property within the next month after working on legal work with the foundation and the developer. A Michigan man has been accused of a cross-country arson spree that included more than two dozen semi-truck fires in at least eight states, according to the Department of Justice. The 64-year-old trucker was arrested on Tuesday last week and charged with one count of arson of property in interstate commerce. Federal investigators believe that the driver from Allen Park, Michigan, may have been retaliating against his former employer, Swift Transportation, when allegedly setting the blazes. Investigators say 25 separate trucks belonging to Swift Transportation had been set on fire between June 2020 and September 2022, all at refueling or arrest stops, and all in the middle of the night, according to an affidavit filed with the federal complaint. Investigators collected data from cell phone towers and determined that the same GPS device was present at the location of the fires. That device was installed in a commercial truck owned by the driver, and his cell phone was also later to have found been present at the site of 24 of the fires. Additionally, search warrants on the vehicle and home turned up documents and other records coinciding with locations where the fires occurred. 
The defendant has only been charged with one count of arson so far, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Central District of California. The charge carries a minimum sentence of five years in prison and a maximum of 20. A judge has dismissed a young woman from the jury hearing the trial of three men in connection with a 2020 plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer after attorneys accused her of flirting with one of the defendants. Judge Thomas Wilson announced Friday last week that the woman has been removed from the jury two days after attorneys raised concerns that the juror was having too much nonverbal communication with defendant Paul Beller. Speaking to the juror's behavior, Judge Wilson said, quote, It didn't just happen on one day, it happened over multiple days, adding, I decided it's safer to err on the side of caution. Wilson also said he had never seen such behavior in nearly 35 years of practicing law. And according to him, the juror took the decision well, but the defendant's attorneys objected to the juror's dismissal, saying, quote, There was no verbal communication between the two and the descriptions of the communication are speculative. William Rolston, who is prosecuting the case for the Michigan Attorney General, raised concerns about the juror before Wilson during a meeting in Chambers Wednesday last week. Rolston said, quote, Since the start of the trial, there's been nonverbal communication between one of the jurors, a female, and Mr. Beller. The communication has been in the form of eye contact and smiling at each other. Several others in the courtroom, including Wilson and Beller's attorney, Andrew Kirkpatrick, also said they had seen interactions between the two since the trial began. Beller, 24, was a member of a paramilitary group, the Wolverine Watchmen. He's standing trial with co-defendants Joseph Morrison and Pete Musico. The three are charged in state court in Jackson, Michigan, with providing material support for a terrorist attack. The men have pleaded not guilty, claiming they were entrapped by an FBI informant and his handlers. Authorities have said disgust over COVID-19 restrictions imposed by Whitner inspired the defendants to form an alliance with others who were conspiring to kidnap the Democratic governor and trigger a national revolt shortly before the 2020 presidential election. Two other men, Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr., were convicted in August of federal crimes in connection with the plot. This has been episode number 28 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Instagram at Good Morning Grand Rapids. The Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts that can help your business increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Learn what a podcast could do for your business at InPhaseMedia.co. Thank you for listening to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast.